0: Moving into a final story of this hour, as I mentioned, I am in Cape Town. And if you are in Cape Town... Obviously, this is the last day of the Cape Town International, the Cape Town Art Fair. But what you can also go to, and it is open for a while, is an exhibition titled Photo Book, Photo Book, Photo Book. And it it has been created and curated by Sean O'Toole, who is one of those extraordinary writers and practitioners in the art world. Sean, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Michelle. Sean, tell us uh, briefly for our listeners the uh, journey that is a photo book. When I walk upstairs and I have a look, what do I see?
1: Okay, first you'd have to go to Ruland Street in Cape Town or uh, Ruland Street Police Station on Batonkanth Street and to A4. And what I've done is I've dragged my collection of photo books. For those who are wondering what a photo book is, it's a book principally made up of photographs. Some famous practitioners of the form would be David Goldblatt, Yevgeny Shchederberg, Peter If we go back in time, Sam Haskins, as example. A very contemporary practitioner would be Zanele Muholi. And I've basically orchestrated their books into a timeline, and suddenly discovered a lot of uh, unknown names. Been very exciting.
0: It's been what what struck me about it was a that it is chronological, and so there are many, many books in the recent past that we all recognize and feel comfortable and feel like we're with our family, as I mentioned to you, but then you go all the way back to nineteen forty five to nineteen sixty seven and there are some absolutely classic classic books of photography, some around Johannesburg um various different you mentioned Sam Haskins. who takes the most extraordinary photos of women that are so out of uh, time. I mean, they seem so contemporary in many ways.
1: Yes, indeed. I mean, Sam was such an accomplished, I suppose one would say, glamour photographer or fashion photographer. had a very refined eye, incredibly influential in his time. Um, A little known and probably little celebrated fact is that his Uh, second book, Cowboy Kate which is a kind of sexy, racy story of a young woman called Kate who's wild as whiskey this is the quote in the book Um, it's a photograph of her, that book was one of the best selling photo books ever, internationally Um, when Sam died in 2009, he didn't even get an obituary in South Africa David Goldblatt phoned and insisted I write one for the Sunday Times and that was six months after his death. And you know, I mention that because um, cultural practice is easily forgotten and photo book making slots into that history of cultural practice.
0: Why 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 do you think someone like Sam Haskins was easily forgotten? I mean, when we look at the um photo books by Haskins who in your in your um in your description of him, he describes himself as a detribalized tribalized Afrikaner. And yet, as I say, these are incredible, the aesthetics of these photographs in 1962, they, they're just unbelievable. And yet, as you say, whew, gone, ephemeral. What is that?
1: I mean, there's, in Sam Haskins' case, one could argue his decision to emigrate for economic reasons in the late 60s. Yeah. Um, you know, he produced four photo books while having a studio in downtown Johannesburg that were published in London and New York and were incredibly successful as book publishing projects. And obviously there was the desire to translate that into a kind of commercial practice. So he went and lived in um, London. And, you know, when one leaves one's homeland, one does over time get forgotten. I think it mm-hmm. dogs all. Or- um, you know, take contrast that with David Goldblatt, who um, in some senses was a student of Sam Haskins. It's not acknowledged, um, but, you know, David shot fashion photography in the 60s, worked uh, under um, a photographer an, an editor at South African Tatler, made fashion photographs. But he outgrew that. But I think that his decision to stay in South Africa and make photo books about South Africa kept him alive in the
0: South African mind in contrast to science. you know Sean, just briefly what, what strike me strikes me strikes me even as I look now at some of the images again and, and remembering the walkabout is this idea that it does take a shift from the photograph as a storyteller to the photograph as an artwork and where and then where it like crosses over i'm thinking of central king where it crosses over with both very briefly because we have to go to news sure. are, are you are you seeing that as you move through the through time and through photographs and through photo books
1: i think one of the exciting parts of the project is you see how the book gets used to make sense of our difficult history yes and the uh, Timeline ends with a book published in twenty twenty two. It's Roger Palmer. He was a guest on your show last week. And it's a book about Robin Island. Very much about our recent history. When I say recent recent, the past five decades. And you see that recurringly in photo books where people are using this organizational form to make sense of our tough, complicated but exciting South African life.
0: I would certainly suggest that anybody who is in Cape Town and uh, wants to see how images do make sense or try to make sense of our life, I would get to the A4 Gallery. It is in Cape Town City Centre, and uh, the exhibition is on the second floor. It's called Photo Book. Photo Book, Photo Book. It's uh, put together, curated.